Hello and welcome to another episode of 10,000 Hours. I'm Grant Spanier. And I'm Vince Kochi. And you are listening to episode 118, Ain't That Clean, Vinny, my boy. That's the saying. That saying's been around for a long time. Millennia. 118 ain't that clean. It predates English language, actually. <gasps> oh, and we're keeping it alive here on 10,000 Hours. <laughs> what, a, what a corker of an episode, Vinny Boy. One of, uh, one of my favorites for, for some reasons. It was... Uh, it was definitely in our ethos being like a wandering sort of here and there conversation. Uh, a lovely guy with a lot of interesting stuff to say, a lot of interesting personal experiences, which by the way, lended itself well to the topic at hand. We're of course talking about filmographer, videographer, photographer, and music junkie, Glenjamin. <laughs> he's adopted a sort of single name Madonna style. He he's Glenhan, but yeah. he goes everywhere on everything as Glenjamin. Yeah, totally. And he was that was in studio uh, in LA, the first one we've recorded, I think, here. Um, and it was uh, it was a hot one. It was a hot one on this side. Vin, you were calling in, but <laughs> I was calling in. But it was it, I could feel the heat. Uh, we were talking about history which was suiting because he has a very candid way of capturing moments backstage and on stage uh, of music history, modern music history. Totally. I think we mentioned it on the episode probably, but I, I think we were talking about, you should go look at some of his videos just for his context. He's got some pretty cool, cool videos like youtube.com slash Glenjamin three. I think he's at, uh, we're, we're on Glenjamin three. We're yeah. on Glenjamin yeah. three. Yeah. You'll hear the story of how we got to Glenjamin 3 on the episode. So Excellent. Stay and I mean, tuned. if you're going to be on YouTube uh, on a web browser, you might as well pop over to Squarespace as well. Uh, Shouts out to Squarespace for sponsoring the show, for supporting the podcast, and for being uh, our go-to website creation tool. 10,000 Hours uh, website, which is 10khrs.co, is uh, built on Squarespace. We've been using it for years. I love it. I use it with clients. I use it with friends. I really can't recommend it enough if you're trying to make a an, uh, a beautiful and um, manageable website. Squarespace. They're they're the ones you need. They really Squarespace, are the best. Squarespace, they're the ones you need, which uh, they've been rolling with that since day one, I think. <laughs> I you know, I pitched them on it years ago and they they loved it yeah and if you're gonna sign up you may as well use our offer code get you 10% off that is 10,000 hours that's 110 three zeros which is still equal to zero I guess huh if we're doing math here wait three zeros oh. on their own <laughs> oh I see I, I was all messed up because usually we do the one one and then four zeros yep that's right which you know what or even if you want do a thousand and then add another zero and then hours. That's right. What you're looking for is to end up with the the, the numeral ten thousand, and then the alpha n- numeric. No, alpha, alpha. They're. I think they're just called. They're just called letters. letters. Okay. <laughs> the letters H O U R S. Whew. A corker of an intro too. Fitting, I think, for this episode. I think you'll all agree. Thank you, Squarespace, for sponsoring this this episode. Thank you, Glenn Hahn, a.k.a. Glenjamin, for joining us on the program. And thank you, listeners, for listening now and every time you listen. Hope you enjoy episode 118, History.
never been very clever. Right. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> that's, go ahead. No, that's true. That's hey, true. Hey, you agreed lo- so quickly there. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, for sure. That's all I. That's all I heard about before coming in. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the non-clever dudes yeah, want to do a podcast with you. Not clever. <laughs> All right, Vin. Man, I've been calling you Vin so hard recently. It's such a. In fact, you, it rubbed off on our last oh guest, Wes Ko. Yeah, who yeah. Thought my name is actually Vin. I think she definitely did. I don't think she thought it was. I don't think she knew your name was actually Vince, which is kind of cool. She she was just she yeah, was it's just a weird way of shortening. Yeah, Vince. yeah. Well, f- four seasons will do that to a boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, um, I mean, I've already been V. I'll probably just be some sort of guttural noise by season five. <laughs> You'll be a hand symbol, which is going to be tough for the podcast, but maybe good. Okay, so Vin <laughs> or Vince, yeah. whatever you want to go by. Uh, can you tell me, what are you putting your time into right now? What are you working on? Yeah, I'd love to. I was at the office a bit today, even though it's a weekend. Uh, pitch time, pitch time. Very exciting, very pitch busy. Boy. Uh, doing doing some freelance, actually helping someone with a interactive resume. She's wow. hoping to to get a job, and uh, more or less, it's like a CV that's made into a presentation. Uh, but also had a, a nice convo with former guest and friend of the show, Rachel Kiernan, mm. this morning over brunch about what she's working on and some of the exciting opportunities she's opening up and. Uh, other former guest and friend of the show, Wesley Verhuva, and her are going to be collaborating. Verhuva, uh, I think that's the correct pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, we'll be collabing on season two of his thing, which its name escapes me a little bit. Um, uh, one, uh, or one of one of many, many one of yes, many. Yep. Yes, lovely project. Sniffing out creative uh, bastions in small smaller town. United States. Yeah. Uh, so that's me recently. Love it. Uh, Grant, my friend, what wow. are you putting your time into recently? So show related things. Uh, dude, I was, um, I was doing a bit of uh, shooting this morning at the women's March. Uh, nice. We love to, we love to date the show. No, we don't. But, uh, <laughs> it, I think it's okay. I, especially once we dig into the topic here, I think it's especially okay, uh, to date the show for this one. Um, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was running around. I was marching around at the, uh, women's March. I don't live too far from downtown. Oh, I mean, I'm in technically downtown Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. For sure. You're in downtown. It was a nice bitch to, to Dude, drive here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I love this. I love this. Uh, <laughs> that, that was our guest who we're going to introduce momentarily in just moments spoiler alert yeah That's maybe voice. oh i love spoiler alerts uh and i love spoilers give them to me all uh so i was just shooting stuff um today and then uh yeah that was cool that was really powerful that was um i man just like yeah i was like tearing up i was like just fuck man this mm. is really intense and um and special to just uh, almost regard well not totally regardless of the cause because uh, I'm sure there's you know some dark sides of that but it it was just cool to see so many people come together and like talking and yelling out loud and just like being together uh, it was it was a special thing and to just also see the low-key creativity of people with their signs and with how they were choosing to express themselves uh, that was, that was sign, special as well. sign expression the sign game of some protesters I used to go to that sort of scene a lot when I was younger 
it never ceases to just amaze me. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Limitations breed creativity when you sure. only have a five by eight piece Give me of those plywood. Constraints, baby. That's right. That's, okay. that's right. Well, so so let's just dig right into this one because I can I can feel the guest even more than most times. Perhaps this uh this is a historic episode on so many levels. You know, there was the the women's march. Uh, there is the the topic that we're going to dig into. Another spoiler alert. Um, and this is actually the first episode we've ever recorded where. Well, okay, I take that back. I take that back. This is the first episode uh, in Los Angeles where I am now located, but I guess we did do those Portland episodes when I was on the road, and that was kind of a similar setup, wherein I am with the guest, and Vince is back in Minneapolis. I'm here in the frigid, frozen north. Oh, I'm still in, like, I'm still in office gear, slacks, and... Wow. Ooh, baby. Looking, looking good. That sounds good, man. I love that. So, a historic episode, a a historic guest. We'll dig into that. But uh, here we are, or here I am, and there you are. Uh, I'm here with uh, Mr. Glenjamin. What's up? Glenn. Glenn Hahn, technically, but goes by Glenjamin. I think you could find him on the the social medias, G-L-E-N-J-M-N. No, J-A-M-N. J A M fucking. Oh my god! So, Take it from no, the top. No, 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 we'll, Nothing, yeah, we'll no. Yeah, start over. We'll start over. No, 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 no edit. <laughs> no, joke, no, edit. no, no, no edit. No, 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 no edit. No, 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 no edit. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> our our editor will drop in the correct. He'll he'll throw in a a uh, in his own words there. <laughs> we right. love to overpromise. Um, <laughs> no, it's all good for like the longest time, like till this day. Th- there, there's kids that'll like watch all those videos from way back, and they'll be like. Yo, Glenn Jams, I love your Glenn stuff, Jams. man. Sick, like Glenn Jams is. It's <laughs> tight. That's the worst. There's a worse way to be called than Glenn Jams. I kind of like that actually. No, Glenn Jams is. It's pretty. T- it's pretty rad. Well, my my friend Mike B loves calling me Glenn Jams just because of that. I'm down with him. Okay, so there's uh, so many things to unpack here, but uh, Glenn uh, is seated here with me in Los Angeles. He is a Los Angeles based. We're not totally sure. Uh, yeah. He he definitely takes and makes and posts videos. Yes. That's undeniable. Cannot he captures be denied. moments. Yes. yes. I, I first heard him on a, on an episode of uh, Tall Tales, uh, another podcast. Boom. And uh, I've watched a lot of his videos, and Tight. most of those videos Tight. are documenting music events. Yes. Like accurate so far? Yeah, pretty much. Mostly music events. There's yeah. there's like other things that'll slip in there, but mostly <laughs> a wedding events. or two. Yeah, a wedding or two. You know, like I would love to see your wedding video. Damn. It would be so. <laughs> so you, you would just be like standing over the shoulder I'm of like, like yo, the can groom. I get like a four part GoPro rig, <laughs> like, and th- that that'll be that'll be the first like wedding slash divorce ever. Oh, you know, it'll be like oh, yo. Boy. She'll be like, ah, I think this is enough. Okay, so for context, what what do you think people should do? Should they uh, they should go watch? Just go watch like one of your videos at least. Your your uh, Thomas, how do you pronounce it? Bergalter. Uh, Thomas Bangalter. Bangalter. Excuse yeah. me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your Daft Punk video. That's so fucking epic, dude. Obviously, it's so tight. That video is. I'm. I'm. I'm astonished that that video still exists online. Me too. Like, I'm sure. I'm so surprised that's not like yeah. gone. No, one of them got taken down was because it was like it had Raspberry Beret by Prince in it, so oh, it was just wow. like of course. content ID. Prince, like Prince just is got on. it. And we're, we're some Minnesota boys, so yeah. we know oh, Prince. Tight. Yeah. I've been to Minnesota once, like when I was younger. Cool. I went to the Mall of America once. Yeah. 
uh, Valley, we have that and yeah, shout out Valley exists. Fair I guess yeah Valley Fair yeah man the Mall of America is such a complicated thing yeah, landmark yeah, for us for us uh, <laughs> because it's just like such a fucking joke and it's outside of the city yeah and people think that's like a thing like oh yeah Mall. it's just like not a well, I mean, pride, but the it, other but thing it is that little... trips you out is the whole like Twin Cities thing. It's like you go there and you're like, oh, you're at Minnesota. I mean, St. Paul. I mean, Minneapolis. I mean, you know, it's just know, like, man. you're just like, oh, okay, cool. We don't make it easy, but we're worth it, right, Vin? Oh, we're damn worth it, I would say. Bon, bon Ivers from We're there. not about labels, bon man. Uh, oh, Glenchman. Sorry, Glenn, sorry, fam. Glenn says sorry to Bon Bon Iver, yeah. No, he's actually he's a Wisconsin boy, but he's a Midwest guy, okay, for sure. But his his brother is a homie who we've we've worked with a bunch on. He has a record label, and I've done some music videos for oh, him. Too. Yeah, yeah. Doug Nate. Iver. Doug. No, no, that's <laughs> Nate Vernon, the brother of Justin yeah. Vernon. Yeah, yeah, I know. Maybe I know. we'll show notes. Um, sounds expensive. His label, yeah, and his space. Oh, actually, we just shot that Verscotti video, which we've talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. I think right. Yeah, we shot that Very in his cool. space. Yes. Okay, Vin. I feel like you've got a question for Glenn. So, Glenn, I do. Glenjamin, uh, what have you been putting your time into recently? What are you working on? Well, um, this whole thing is like I've realized in the last like three years um, that I'm gonna try and compile all this stuff I got and then try <laughs> to get some interviews and shit <coughs> with like a lot of the principal people that I fuck with in these videos that like. I grew up with that were DJs, you know, I just grew up with them. And then they're like, Oh man, it's Glenn. He could film if he wants. And for like a long time, it was cool. And then I'm approaching the end of that soon, you know, like, so I want to compile like the, my 10 year, uh, like a recap or like maybe a doc That's or wild. some shit like that, you know? Okay. okay so give, give people a little bit more context. I, I think I started yeah. talking about like where somebody would go find mm-hmm. your stuff. I mean, I feel like just going to one of your YouTube channels and just watching a couple of videos is good context. We were referencing the Daft Punk, right. Thomas um, Bangalter. Yeah, yeah, Thomas Bangalter. Yeah, yeah, that video. He's the shorter, no, no, the taller one. The of taller Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, what's the site? YouTube.com/slash uh, Glenjamin. Glenjamin three. Three. And <laughs> you've done two so far, right? Because you ran out of space. No, the first one. Glenjamin, like the first one, the OG Glenjamin, the OG one that I started in like oh five or oh four, whenever YouTube started, you know, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, YouTube is for this thing where you just upload whatever the fuck you shoot and yeah, just like yeah. put up, and even if you don't have a following, at least it's somewhere online, right? Mm-hmm. I had like cool, like the first time I ever went to like Europe backpacking, I had like little clips and shit. All that shit got wiped out when I I filmed Prince playing Radiohead uh. at Coachella. Yes. And then that was also a perfect storm in combination with, I sh- like, I somehow, like, it, it was a time where, like, Coachella tickets weren't hard to get, and it was, like, one weekend, so I was like, oh, man, I have this extra Coachella ticket, and my friend was like, I have an extra ticket to um, the Kanye Glow in the Dark tour, the Kanye West Glow in the Dark tour in 2007, like, the one where uh, he, like, uh, got the the set designers from the Daft Punk live tour, and then he was like, okay, I'm gonna do my real Kanye live tour thing mm-hmm. in 07 where the, sh- the, s- the whole stage moves and shit like that so like I was like you know what I'm gonna try this and I had just bought a new like camera like a br- brand new like video camcorder mm-hmm. cause I was just I ca- I've been sneaking into like some like sh- like you know shows and stuff to basically shoot whatever cool live show I've ever been to and then put that online and then share it for any kid that was not like 
easy to get the access where I can just like put it, my camera in their face and they're like, oh yeah, it's Glenn. But mm. it, it's just that now it's um, like cut to that one point where I'm talking about that. <laughs> what video? What, what am I talking about? Oh, we're talking about Thomas uh, Bang. Yeah, the Thomas Bang yeah, yeah. video and all that stuff. It's it's because of like sneaking into the first thing and then years and years later they would just be like oh it's just Glenn and then we hung out a lot and now um, like Glenjamin the first channel doesn't exist because I didn't have like friends yet to to retract these claims and take down notices uh, yeah now by Glenjamin 3 it's because of <laughs> it's because like I had a Glenjamin 2 channel I yes. still do and when it when I got like two strikes on it I started the third channel uh, but then when I got those, then I talked to the people that were doing those strikes and they're like, oh, we'll resend them. And I was like, oh, f- okay, great. Now I have two channels again, but I only post things ever since like 2013 on Glenjamin 3, you know? So much content. Yeah, there's a lot of content. This is, I feel like if you're listening to this, it's definitely worth at least like going to yeah. youtube.com slash Glenjamin 2. Yeah, and youtube.com slash Glenjamin 3. And just at least poke around a little bit. Yeah, it's it's sort of weird, but um, I was talking about this the other day with one of my friends and I'm, I have like this like really internal obsession to... Um, have the have like a personal YouTube account that's not like a vlogger account where you like show your face and talk about things that you think people care about, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just have like moments, like YouTube, actual like YouTube moments of what I thought YouTube was about. Just like record some shit and post it up and like share like that moment or whatever. Like no editing, no like yeah. little box in the corner of yeah, your yeah, face yeah, yeah. talking about it. I was just like, yo, you know, I just want to share like the moments, right? It's real. And it's it's super raw, and in those two channels combined, I think I upload like three thousand five hundred clips, and that's a lot in terms of personal YouTube clips. Yeah, like if you have like a, I was like, damn, I wonder if I had the lot. I was like, no, nah, I don't have the most because like real companies like the NFL have like nine hundred thousand clips of like people catching a touchdown once for like thirty seconds. But I was like, yo, I want my own definitive archive mm-hmm. of these moments that I got myself into. Cause like back in the day I was like stoked. Cause I didn't even know I could get into these moments. So a bunch of it is like, like you could feel how stoked I am for like bypassing security, getting on stage and then doing this when I don't know anyone. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yes. I only got my rapport after like getting choked out by security a couple times, you know? Sick. Okay. Van, <laughs> This is a heck of a lead up, huh? Oh, we, this is like as good as it gets for 10,000 hours. We love like meandering, very deeply contextual, sort of semi tangential lead ups to our questions and our topics. Ooh, semi tangential is a decent band name. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. We'll revisit that later. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, per, typing, perhaps, I'm getting the website right right now. Thank you, Vince. You're such a sweetheart. Uh, no, perhaps, honored, a, buddy. perhaps a good time to dig into the topic, as it were. Yeah, we're already uncovering some some interesting. Peeling back the layers, uh, pulling the blanket back. There's like a, a naked Glenjamin under the covers, like rolling around. Yes. Um, sorry. Hey, what up? Uh, he's not sorry. He says sorry, but he's not sorry. Um, yeah, we're talking about history. Glenjamin's history, very interesting. We're at like a, a very interesting moment in technology where this story that you brought up could be true. Like 
multiple strikes trying to get your YouTube channels on the level. It's right. like very, it's like funny Specific. and weird and very of the moment. Right. Um, I doubt, I doubt we'll be able to tell stories like that in the future. And we weren't obviously in the past. So, uh, not only your personal history, but what you do as a capturer of moments in many different mediums, uh, has a lot to do with history and about, freezing moments in time and about observing and reflecting and helping other people reflect. So that's what we're talking about today. I guess my first question is to you, Glenjamin, mm-hmm. do you feel like you are recording history when you do your work? Yes. All right. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> next. Um, I mean, uh, how does that make you feel? I mean, um, cause when I was, First, okay, like to take it take it way back. Yeah. The first thing I saw that got me into this was Daft Punk in 06 at Coachella. Yeah. Like this is a time where like it's my second pill of ecstasy I've ever taken in my life. I haven't really taken that much, but that was definitely I can definitely remember that was the second one. Everyone's like the first one sucks, but that second one to see Daft Punk at Coachella was amazing. It, yeah. It's like me growing up watching a like Robotech and manga and I'm like this guy is like there's two dudes that are robots on stage right now and I'm totally in this moment and it's pre Twitter spoilers about like what's gonna happen at shows like nobody fucking knew this was gonna happen Mm -hmm. and it was happening and then I had my shitty little Kodak V570 dual lens like snapshot camera that had like video on it you know and like a little decent zoom on it and I was like, yo, I got to record as much of this as I can. I never, like, really recorded any, like, concerts yet, you know? And I was just like, this is fucking special, you know? Yeah. So when I saw it, I kept, like, recording it. And I'll still, to this day, remember, like, accidentally, like, erasing some of these clips on one thing to try and make space for the next day. I was like, you're an idiot. Like, nothing was tighter than that day. Yeah. But, um... It was a legendary show. I mean, yeah, that, and then that I is, put like, those on YouTube. Show. Like, I was like... I had the first, it's called like the first five minutes of Daft Punk at Coachella or whatever. And yeah. it pans, it's the audio sort of shitty because the mic, the mic's not that good on this camera, but it's 2006. Like we don't have camera phones yet. We don't ha- like, we don't have the accessibility of having that, like where everyone has the ability to pocket record this moment. There were a lot of people that record this moment. I saw the backs of many like screens, but it was a unique way where it wasn't just like everyone that had a phone it was like you had to have brought a camera and you had to have decided that this was the moment that you were going to use it when memory's not even like cheap back then and all this stuff you know i remember i recorded that first five minute clip in its entirety and i couldn't believe that i got that you know i couldn't believe it and then shortly thereafter my battery died and i was like holy shit i need to keep doing this for these moments because honestly i wasn't even going to these shows I didn't go to dance clubs. I didn't go to like techno shows. I didn't know house music that well. I barely knew Daft Punk, you know? And when I went there, I was like, dude, this is something that if I can go to more of these things, I should always try and carry like a little camera and record. And then it took me like a whole like year until I started really, really going out. And that's like 2007, which is now, it's like 2017 right now. Now it's it's approaching my last year of kind of doing this shit because yeah. it's my 10th basic like 
I don't know how you would say if it's like it starts in 2007, if it ends in 2017, if that's 11 years or not. But it's okay, in my head, it's like 10 years. You know, yeah, I always a decade is clean. Yeah, a clean decade. That's what I'll say. Like a no no steroid decade. You know, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's it was just like a like I never knew about this stuff, and then ever since then, I was like, man, I could go to some of these clubs in LA that play this kind of music, and that's more in like 2007 where I decided like I was going to go to clubs by myself and I just th- I it I it's weird but I I I've taken it as like a man like I took it as upon my mantle to like to do it. I I was just like if I do it I need to um remember it, you know, and nobody's going to believe me. So might as well record it cuz nobody's going to believe me. Cuz like I you know I was prone to like, you know, embellish some things in the past as a kid. So it's like <laughs> it's nice to have like definitive raw proof of a lot of these moments and and then a lot like now 10 years later the reason why i still fuck with it is because i've made like a lot of these artists i've grown along like grown up with now for 10 years and we've become like super close friends and and when they let me shoot they're not like oh what is this going to or like what Mm -hmm. is this for they're just like oh glenn's just doing his thing and I'm, i'm really i really fuck with that because it's really hard to start doing something like this now because it's become such a business within the last five years of content id and like all this Mm -hmm. stuff and only reason why i can do it is like because if i get a strike now i could be like yo like this blank label like you gave me a strike can you like take it off and be like oh sorry glenn like whatever yeah you know and i i weirdly got grandfathered into it but if video taking video of like live music acts is not something you can do anymore and that's why i don't really want to do it anymore after Mm -hmm. this year because it's getting more and more difficult i keep getting strikes from my friends and i'm just like what what's going on man you know like even though it's just a process to get through it and there's no like ultimate like unless someone really really big wants to shut me down like prince you know yeah it's like i've now have enough allies in the business in the industry that like I've either partied with or like smoked weed with or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. And we've had these like great deep, long conversations. And then later on we're like, Oh yeah. Like, I guess we both realized that this whole music industry in the context of dance music is very like, we created our own rules. So like, don't fuck with us. Like just leave us alone and leave those rules for like, the other people that really do want to commercially like mm. do something with it. You should definitely get, everyone should definitely get paid, but it's just like the thing that I do, I don't even really get that paid for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it because I can see maybe I can get paid for it in like 20 years, you know, but I can see how the value of it later. But if I don't shoot it now, if I don't get the strikes now, and if I don't try now, then I, then I, there's no footage of any of the stuff of now, you know? And I was like, I fully was willing to take the headache and the bullets of these these like claims and whatever because i was like yo i know it's like it's not a real thing you know it's not a real thing to me it's it 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 just it's not it's it's a weird it's just my like niche that i grew into Mm -hmm. that my friends just like trusted me and when i say like friends now they're like fucking selling out stadiums or like playing like headlining festivals you know Mm mm-hmm and it's it, it's just it's it's crazy it's yeah his so yes to get back to your question um <laughs> yeah i originally totally took it upon myself as like it's a his like i thought it was gonna it was historical because i never saw um dance music treated like rock stars and shit like yeah. it was such a weird thing and i was like yo i got epic. it it felt I gotta epic. get this on camera 
Vin, what do you think? Top 10 rants? It's it approaches one of our the finest rants top, that we've top ever had. Three top three rants. I'm gonna li- I'm gonna reserve the top rant for me just out of like ego. I feel like I had out of probability. There's been so many, but that was pretty good. Um, Eric Gorvin also had some good rants. But. Yeah, well, Gor- Gorvin was on a on his own planet for that one. But uh, okay, so the thing that really stuck out to me there that I think is is interesting and uh is maybe something to unpack a little bit is is something that i've experienced before and i think a lot of people are looking for not say advice on but just kind of insight into it's like this collaborative relationship mm. and the thing you were talking about was trust yes and you know so like i i, I went on tour with gallant a couple times right. and uh and then i've like worked at this label and i worked at this management and there's this there's this kind of like this homey level, right. this family level right. of just trust. I mean, that's there's there's the label stuff you're talking about of like getting the strikes and uh-huh. you know there's this kind of like business lawyer side of right. it. But just like person to person with these other artists and with the people around them, there's the the trust that you need to build up in order to work with yeah. them in order to capture those intimate right. moments. Do you maybe want to talk a little bit about what that looks like? I mean. I, you obviously built up the reputation for, you know, oh, Glenn, yeah. X, Glenn is X, yeah. and then you become that. But where does that, like, h- how do you navigate those waters of, like, having a camera, which is inherently um, sort of a trigger mm-hmm. for most people mm-hmm. when they feel a camera pointed at them, they can feel it. Um, and then how do you get these really intimate moments? I, I guess, how do you kind of disappear in a lot of ways? Right. I mean, A, I'm Asian. Okay. So it really helps being an Asian guy with a big smile and like, you know, walking around with a camera, like straight Come up. Just the one time like racism is like totally in your favor. It's shouts like, out. All right. Like, shouts out racism. Yo, shout out racial profiling when it comes to yeah. Asians. You know? It's like, you leave us alone. We're all good, dog. But like, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. It's like that. I mean, I've always been day one. I've been like, nobody's going to fuck with me because I don't look like. Uh, threatening threatening yeah I don't I'm like and then steadily that non-threatening like having a because I was having the best time in my life yeah. when I was like recording those initial moments and then it just kept getting better and better when like the guys that were throwing the parties were like yo man like can you like stop sneaking in and then we'll just like invite you to the party or something and they're like I was like yeah yeah totally man that's so tight that's so tight that's so tight oh my god cause, cause like it was my outlet at night cause like I was working at like for, for like four years I like when I started like the whole video recording shit um I worked at like a major like like a major corporation you know like like with two big mouse ears you know like and I worked with them all day long you know and then like and then at night I would be like yo I need to do something that's just like not that yeah. you know and I would do like the website I would like a producer for like the the main site and like taking care of like you know no. the Shmona Smothers and like Fana Fontana you know it's just like these like emerging like teeny wow, bot musicians right phenomenal and that's like dancing, 07 08 right <laughs> so it's just like all that time and it's just like when that whole group was happening I was like dude I need to go listen to other shit mm-hmm. and at night I would go to like Steve Aoki was throwing this party called at Cinespace called Dim Mock Tuesdays. Yeah. DJ AM and Steve and my friend D Mike B. Shouts out. Yo, AM was the homie and those were the fools that like put me on. Like AM put me on so hard. Cause like 
I would like go to these par- his party at LAX on Sundays and like I'd be like, yo, can I like come and bring this like camera? He'd, just, he'd be like, yeah, like bring your camera, do whatever you want. And this is guy, this guy's arguably like one of the most famous DJs at the time. He was like in an entourage episode trying to buy like yeah some Fukimoto yes or some yeah, shit like Fukuyama, that. Right? Fukuyama, yeah, Fukuyama, Fukuyama, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Shout that out dude. Fucking Rufio from fucking. Oh my god, yeah. Shout he's like, Fukuyama. oh, sorry, man. I'm a ten and a half or no, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the dude that like helped put me on Tight. by like letting me into the club and take video in the club. Cause he was like, yo, if you want do whatever. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like I would, the only time he would ever like reprimand me is if I was like, had like a light, like an led light in his face and be like, yo Stop, man, it's, yeah. a, it's a little, it's a little bright. Like you keep filming, but it's like, it's pretty bright, you know? But I'm just man. like, dude, that was crazy. Cause like in that time, like, like shit's popping, but they were letting me do my thing. Cause I was like one of the only fools that was like shooting some video. Yeah. Even if it was like a small, it was like, like, like digit like a Canon Elf kind of camera with sure. some audio or whatever. It's, it was shooting yeah. like 480, you know, yeah, at yeah. best. Whatever. Yeah, but it's still like, in it, when you think about it now, it's like our old VHS vibes. Like I'm happy it's grainy. I'm happy it's like that because I treated it's, it as it's such. real. Yeah. yeah, I mean uh, that's one thing that I think sticks out with your stuff too is like the, it's not hyper it's stylized in its lack of exactly a, yeah yeah and then well, there's something special about that th- th- I and like like I said like since day one I had like a vision of what the shit was gonna be because I was like I'm like a little like auto like just like I'm neurotic about these things you yeah know? cool so I'm just like yo if I'm gonna do it so I, I started making like I have like everything in like a folder in a yeah. year in a month in a day I, of like what I, sh- 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 I won't paint I won't paint uh, listeners, but I, that stuff I get super hyped about yeah. file management. Cause yeah. I was, I was curious cause you must have massive storage. I right? do. And then there's one like drive that broke that I still have that I have to like pay to get fixed. Yep, but yep. there's like two or three months of some good shit in there. Kay. But for the most part it's, but then there's like years and years and years on, on other bu- drives. And, and that's why I was like super adamant about have, having it on YouTube. Cause I wanted a public archive yeah. of it so that, you know, it, even if I lose shit, people know it's there. Yeah, yeah. Of. Well, you can still yeah like, get it. I mean, I still have it, but yeah, I'm yeah. just saying that God forbid, whatever. But at yeah. least like there was a digital imprint of it, and and I was hoping in my mind that it would be a, a an everlasting like you know like archive, barring any more fucking strikes. You know, but it's one of those things where like I think if I play my cards right and I stop shooting like after this year and I just manage those videos it should be fine, you know? And um, I'll just post up any things that I can shoot on my iPhone for in the future. Yeah, Cause yeah. I really don't want to carry gear. Like I feel you. Like I've been homies with so many of these fools and they're like, Glenn, like stop fucking holding your camera. I'm just like, you know what? Like you're right. And then, I'll sneak in my fucking camera from my phone. Like, yeah, we'll get you some Google Glass or some spectacles yeah, or whatever. I'm, I want some feature shit, but in the meantime, like, like I, I've used this Canon Vixia HF G10 um, camera for like five years yeah and it's because I want if I was like yo if I have this camera and even though there's better lenses there's better cameras there's better like black magic cameras and like all this stuff right I was like yo I want my shit to look a certain way and it's a bit grainy because to me um, I wanted to capture this the vibes as sort of like a punk Mm-hmm. Like a punk uh, rock seen, v- view of it. Have you seen that um, Justice documentary? Yeah. The so Roman me made Gavras? it. He's the homie, dude. Like, oh, Gravas? 
Oh, oh. yeah, Gavras is the homie too. Oh, I, sick. I, I, I uh, slept at Gavras's crib for a week Ooh. in Paris because like I needed a place to crash and he has a place in London. So if he's not in Paris, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I fucking Gavras love. is the homie, dude. Shouts out. Yeah, I mean, Yo, his, I admired his, his work oh, so, so much. much before the, I fucking yes, kicked it with stre- him. You know? Well, yeah, the stress video was Yo, like stress killed video. me, just destroyed me. Oh man, and then so much of his other stuff. Yeah, I mean, like the MIA video, yeah. Bad Boy, oh my God. Bad Girls, so good. But no, the stress no one, the wild, the, yeah. but the stress one though is like, when I saw that Ooh. video, I was like, this is the vibe. This yeah. is the vibe. It's Fuck a bit yeah. aggressive. So aggressive. It's a bit punk rock. Yep. Even though it, the aesthetic was punk rock too, mm-hmm. they're wearing like ripped up shirts and leather jackets and like yep. skinny jeans and beat up like white shoes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, the French get it and totally. The, and for some and reason, he breaks I really, the wall. Yeah. like you know, with the camera crew, it's just like so fucking good. It was just, it was, just, it's yeah. just really vibey. Yeah. And that's what the way I treated it. I, I was, I kept like. I had a bit of an ego since the beginning. I was just like, even though I had no publication, I had no like real followers, you know, I didn't have anything, you know, I had like a blog spot at best and a YouTube account. And then I was just like, yo, you got to let me in. I got to shoot this. You know, I was yeah. like, be like, yo, you got to let me on stage. I got to shoot this after like the first year of trying to do it, you know, because mm-hmm. like I was like, yo, I need to do this because in my head, I was like, this shit's important, man. And nobody else here is going to record like all five minutes of a song because mm-hmm. I, I like in the end, I wanted I had a specific like way of doing it. And I was like, yo, all these motherfuckers on YouTube put these like 20 second clips of them there and that's it. You know, and it's like, what is the point? I was like, I want the whole song. Mm. I want the whole song. I feel your like neuroticism. I, I have similar layers of neuroticism, but it's right. a, it's like completist a little bit. It's completist. There's context like, in the whole thing. I'm a very big like visual. Like I'm, I'm into like soundtracking moments that happen in front of me or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this is a five minute complete soundtrack of this moment. It's not a 30 second, like what happens later in 31 seconds. It's like, I want you feel, I want it to be a, a point where you're going to like sort of like you, you'll even stop in the middle of it because you've had too much of it, but I'd rather give you way more mm-hmm. than less. Cause the access that I was getting was fucking retarded, you know? And it was because like we just hung out and I was just there at the right moment. You know, I was there at the right moment when the dance music thing was about to blow off and like the people that were throwing these parties were the guys that like I got along with the best, you know, like I would go to these parties by myself and then I would just end up with a handful of friends by the end of time I left the party. Mm -hmm. And then there would be like DJs that are now like killing it, you know, then are you alive over there? No, 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 I'm here, man. Message received. And this is like, this is beautiful because I feel like it's very true to the way that you capture uh, the the moments that we're talking about here. Right. It's like uncut, it's <laughs> yeah, unfiltered, yeah, yeah. it's raw, and it's very stream of consciousness, just like the way that you're recounting the moments in real life here. So it's like life imitating art, imitating life, imitating, imitating art. Art, imitating. I was only going to do two. I was going to do two cycles. Hold on, and then that imitates art. the art, and then oh, and then the art. It's like a, it's like a mirror. It's like imitating the life, and then the right, and the, then but the then we go back to life go, but, from life, life to art. And oh man, wait. So then, which came first? <laughs> which came first, the life or the art? Ooh, the, the, the egg. It oh, okay, the egg. it was the fucking egg. Okay, shit, Vince. How the fuck do we? 
unpack this. Uh, Where do we go from here, friend? Uh, well, uh, I mean, I guess some of, some of the interesting thing. Well, t- you you got anything, Vin? Dude, it's it's all washing over me. I got yeah. something. For, yeah. I got something for you, yeah, Benjamin. Yeah. So much of history is context, right? Right. Uh, the difference between like the way that we remember something and the way that it actually happened is Ooh. the person telling the story, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel like you are influencing the history of the moments that you're recording? Good hmm. question. Um, and this is something like, these are all like weird internal thoughts that I have all the time. It's cause like I get asked these questions all the time cause nobody knows what I do and they're like, how do you do it? And what's your job and like whatever. And I just go, honestly, it's just, it's just something that I do. And when I say, and when you say bring up context, um, I know my role it's to be like the gray area between the fan and the artist, mm. you know, it's, it's like, um, I get these moments where like, and there, there's a lot of examples where I try to go from the crowd and in one single shot, you'll see me right behind the DJ. Mm -hmm. And I want you to have this like weird experience that not many people get to do. And it's only because I get to do it that I'm going to share it, you know? And, and I feel bad for all the kids that are like in the way back or in a Minnesota or Wisconsin watching (laughs) this video on YouTube. But for a second, you like are sort of like homies just like them because because i i want to show this view and i want to show that these djs are like normal friendly people you know mm-hmm. i don't want any and then you'll also see like the djs that i don't really shoot you'll know why it's because like there's no vibe you know <laughs> and mostly like edm things like i think they're really serious about themselves yeah and i really don't fuck with that you know like i i fuck with like people that grew up in the scene or are very like um, lovers of the music and then aren't just doing it for the money and even if they are getting paid they're doing it their own way and they're doing it like like I don't I can see through many yeah, people yeah. and I don't see through that kind of shit like you can't fake th- like artistry nah man there's some art like even though it's like way commercial and they're banking on it I'm just like yo I'm so happy you're killing it because this is should be out I there I feel you yeah you know? yeah yeah but there but contextually like i am that gray area and i know the way i want to shape it is to like give you the moment like you the bit, first question is always like first track or second track or like track at 402 or like what's the name of the track i'm like the coolest thing is like i've now created like a weird like mini forum, forum yeah. when i do the videos and i don't even have to name tracks there's kids that'll comment yeah. and they'll name the tracks and that creates a dialogue within itself of like other fans of just the videos now mm-hmm. of not just that moment but of like the moment and then yeah. in itself the video i, I guess Loki. now i'm just putting this together like you're you're like glenjamin is like kind of a boiler room type thing you know it's like you're you're like a brand of a mix mag or like a a boiler room yeah it's just not not live streaming you know but mine is more because like even even though i can do like facebook live and instagram live i don't do it because my shit is about like preserving for later generations and shit so like the whole live thing i'll do live sometimes if like the homies ask me like i did a brain feeder live one for brain feeder when they were doing a show at oakland and they were like yo okay uh, Glenn you want to take the phone and just like record and I'm like up in like Flying Lotus's face and Thundercat's face and like George Clinton's face cause they're like yo is this Glenn but little do they know it's going to like the whole like 
fucking channel yeah because they want that like weird gray area yeah. you know and they want they don't look they're not gonna like flip me off or anything on camera or anything and that translates to the viewer and they're like oh man they're so nice mm-hmm. and like you know like man there are so many interesting things here. I almost feel like outlet is like a topic. Would well, that'll be epi- episode two with Glenjamin Heaven. <laughs> but out, outlet, that's really what you've what you've uh, you've created here. Something like you're doing your thing. You say yeah, you're saying I, that way, but but that's what it is. And yeah, that's what it's, it's become like some people have now hired me to sort of do my thing. Yeah. You know, and that's tight because yeah. they hire me and I like put the videos that I shoot for some events on my channel. And they're just like, can we just use your links? And I'm like, yeah, dude, like you can do whatever you want, but you're just letting me do my thing and you're giving me access and you're paying me. That's amazing. You know, I've somehow fucking Jedi mind tricked people that I love to work for to pay me to work for them. You know, it's just like it doesn't even feel like work. And then when we talk and they pay me, it's just like, yo, we're just so happy. And it's because it's mutual. It's like it it was just an organic kind of thing where. I'm just happy that I'm getting recognition for seeing that this is sort of important now because for the first like five years I just went and did it and snuck and like did it for free you know mm-hmm. and now like it's enough where like I can quit my my like old job yeah. you know and like fucking do this and go travel whenever I need to you know yeah. and now I'm trying to branch out into other things like like on Monday I'm leaving for New York for a week because a friend of a friend of a friend in Paris saw me in Paris, invited me up to his like office, and they were like, oh, we have this like fashion menswear trade show in New York. Do you want to come and shoot that for like three days? Like, we want you to do something that's not fashion and like different and your style. I'm like, sure. You know, like, and it's because like that guy's the homie, and then we like eat, we're gonna have great food, we're gonna have great conversation, we're gonna smoke a lot of weed together it's gonna be great, and guess what, I'm gonna learn about a lot of brands, and I'm gonna take it as a challenge, because I've never shot a trade Mm. show, but for me, it's gonna be brand new, it's gonna be like a dirty punk way of looking at a trade show Mm -hmm. like, it's gonna, I'm gonna focus on the people behind the trade show more than the clothes itself, too and it's gonna, I'm just gonna record for three days and see what happens, and I'm just gonna be like, and, and and when I shoot these things, like, I care about the raw moments, and if I do like a recap video or something, in my contract or whatever, I'm just like, yo, just pay me for the shooting because I don't want to edit any of this. I don't want to relive any of this. Um, I want you to do it brand appropriate or whatever. So I'm going to just give you all the files. You do whatever the fuck you want because I'm going to keep, I have my own archive. I'm going to keep all the files for myself. Everything that I'm going to want to put up online, I'm going to put up online. So we're going to make that agreement right there. But for the most part, I'll give you all my raws because I don't care about this in the long term. This is one day out of 10 years of stuff to me, you know? And if they need it and they want to edit it and they want to put their brands in here and there that they know is more important, I would rather do that than be on the phone talking about what needs to be in what, you know? I'd rather, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm all about, like, the professionals that are professionals at the, the top of their game to do their thing and I collaborate with them. Like, my editing skills are fucking shit. Amazing. Yeah, because I'm all about raw moments. And yeah, then when yeah. you put that into another context of like, okay, Glenn, we want to like extrapolate like a full week and put it into like a 10-minute video. I'm just like, yo, I need to hire someone for this and I need to talk. To- and I usually hire people that have watched my videos that know how I work, you know? Because... Mm-hmm. I mean that, that's good self awareness. That's yeah. also good because um, I don't want I don't want to disappoint anyone. That's the thing. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Totally. Because like all this stuff is like I've gotten gigs based on like being homies, mm-hmm. and, and then 
what's a great way to not be a homie is to like fucking fuck up their like pro do you, shit. Do you deal with like much imposter syndrome? Uh, actually, what was tight was um, like I don't really see imposters. Some kids comment like I'm the next Glenjamin or whatever, and they'll say it in their like videos and they'll tag me. Oh sure. But I'm like I'm down with that. Like if you can. No no grab- no for sure. I almost I mean more like imposter like. I think it's a, this is like a classic creative trope or feeling uh, where like people feel like unqualified to do a thing mm. and they feel like an imposter. Mm. Um, you well, feel like you don't belong, like you're batting above your average. Yeah, I mean all the time, but I also treat it as like, um, like I always think of that guy, uh, Frank Abagnale from uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Like he's just <laughs> writing checks that he's creating checks and they're cashing them. And people are like believing you and whatever. <laughs> sure. And the first couple years, I was just like, yo, yo, just like trust me, dog. But I think after 10 years, I'm like, I have enough. Like, <laughs> you know how to counterfeit. Yeah. Check. Like, yeah. I, I've, I've been cashing these checks so well that they turn into Treasury Mint fucking federal notes, dog. You know, and it's just because. So is it? Well, yeah. Isn't that the thing, right? If, you, if you become good enough at faking it, like, aren't you just doing it for real? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, what's to the be, fucking difference, right? To be real, I did fake it in the beginning because I was trying to get like credentials into like shows yeah but then once the actual friendship and the actual rapport with the actual artist happened i didn't really see it as faking it i just saw it as me being able to do what i truly want to do um without people telling me no like i just didn't accept people not understanding my style of shooting you know, like if people were like, yo, you shouldn't be doing that. I'll be like, yo, it's cool, man. That guy knows that it's all good, you yeah. know? And that's what I would say. And until that security guard would see me like five, six, seven times. And then by like you know, the next time he'd be like, yo, Glenn, what's yeah. good? You know? And it's, it's like, I'm all about like getting that first like lump in the head, you know, yeah. like it's, it's not fake it till you make it. It's sort of fake it till you become it. Yeah. Or, and or then I, I feel like I became it because I put in my fucking time and and i wouldn't put up things that i personally would think is is shitty yeah i think in my own view of what a raw musical moment is i think that i captured it as well as i could because like when i do it there's like an equate there's like a percentage of things that i want to capture there's like 30 percent i want to capture like the artist's like face if i can or the back of him or whatever or as close as you can get like 30 percent I want to get like the audience. Like I want a close-ups of some kids that are in that show so that they can remember their moment that they were there. Cause it was that fucking epic for them to like wait in line to be at the front of the, like the crowd Mm -hmm. in like a crowd of like thousands of kids. You know, I'm like, yo, I need to rep you a little bit and like get you singing the song of the guy that's playing on stage. And there's also some times where I'll like, um, so what? That's sixty percent. Yeah, twenty twenty is the, like the Glenjamin formula. Yeah, weed and fucking girls. You know, like the, <laughs> the thing is, and then like um, the the other fun thing is that like um, I'm it's about a shared moment. You know, like I'm all about those kids that are like, oh, they want to get as close to. So I'll like snatch their cameras in the front of the crowd and then and then take, take it to the <laughs> stage and then go behind them and then I'll make and I'll make sure they'll Dude. have a shot of themselves you know getting the camera back. You know what I really want? <laughs> maybe one night, maybe, okay, maybe I could even commit to this. One night, I want to see the Glenjamin video, the video of Glenjamin making the video yeah. and going side by side with the, uh, the final video. <laughs> I would watch that. That would, that would be a good about, like, this is Glenjamin. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's weird. Like, I'm thinking about maybe doing, like, a doc, so I'm like, fuck, yeah, man. I gotta, I gotta get someone to, like, shadow me for a day or a yeah, festival. Yeah, yeah. And, 
that just so in that my mind so makes funny. me yeah i feel like a douche no no I, dude no 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 it that's like, funny i feel like I feel, no because i'm gonna be like really like glenn's filming shit and he's getting filmed filming no shit, no no like, this is this is epic this is meta epic no this so is, I, but I'm, i've been like looking for fools and i'm like i might have a few people that i think and trust that won't that'll understand what i'm doing they're yeah. not they're not someone i hire to follow me they're like oh this is a good moment of this you know and it, it'll just be one of those things where i'll just like because part of the fun is like i wish i could film myself doing it because i'm stoned and i'm like hilarious with my friends you know i'm like crushing it because i'm there because we're boys and like, what am I gonna do except crack jokes with my boys? And like, that homie could be Brodinsky, it could be like Skrillex, it could be like Boys Noise, it could be like Diplo, it could be whoever the fuck ever. But I am stoned, and guess what? This is my festival right now, you know? Because <laughs> I have been to all the festivals, you know? Like, and I, I've been to it enough where I'm just like, yo, I know what I'm doing. I'm very comfortable at these things. Yeah. And um, you're in your element. You're definitely in my. You element. are Glenn jamming. Yeah. I'm definitely drinking my own Kool-Aid right now. Love it. There it is, man. There's the method that proves the madness. And we we all just learned something important here on this episode, I would say. That is it's a fascinating look at, at what is, I think, a pretty unique documentarian style. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, whenever, like, it's like, you know, it's a documenting thing. It's, it's honestly, like, I, I don't know how to tell other people to do it or anything it's just like yo i was there we you're uniquely your own yeah, like point of view me and kavinsky smoked a joint in 07 while they were on tour and then like we became boys and then the next time fucking he put me on a list and then the next time he was like come to dinner with me and like daft punk and like this shit and i was like all right this is how this happens you know and, but then i also in those moments never fanned the fuck out yeah like i never like kept like lost my cool like i'm from la there's a lot of fucking cool quote unquote like cool people walking around and like i don't give a fuck who you are you know but there are moments <laughs> where like i'm trying to contain like yeah when i was next to like daft punk i was like yo man i'm like tapping my leg but i'm like yo man that's fucking so what do you want to eat man you know like yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm just like saying that shit, but I'm just like in my head. I'm like, oh my god, you know, like ah! seven, you know. And you sound like, like a true chill boy. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to like, out. yeah, the anti fuck boy this situation, you know. Okay, next question, Vince. We've been chewing it up over here. There's a lot of chewing going on, man. I this is the chewiest goddamn episode I think we ever had. Respect. Yeah, shouts out. Uh, and Vince, when when we think of chewing, we think of uh, that jaw smacking. What what comes to mind? I don't even have I don't even have a segue in me. I'm going straight. I'm going. Love it. We're that's just, that's a Glenn, that's, a, that's honestly the Glenjamin segue. Is a hard cut. It's <laughs> a hard cut. Glenn, we do an off-topic topic when we talk about something that's not really that's not really related to it's what's not going particularly on. Particularly germane to the. That's what we hand. do say. We do say that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're talking about gym. gum. Do you chew gum, my friend? Yeah, I chew gum. Yeah, I chew gum. What, what's your fave type of gum? Um, like minty gum. You don't like that fruit gum, then. I mean, fruit gum is good. Like when I grew up, I used to love Bubblicious grape gum. Oh, that grape oh, is uh, but like that I, grape is nasty. It's some, some stanky grape. Yeah, some stanky grape. Some good stanky grape. <laughs> That's that Bubblicious is the stankiest grape on the market. Uh, uh Vinny, you have fruity, fruity gum, minty gum. Talk to me. Nah, I'm all mint. I'm all mint all the time. All mint you all got, day. Yeah, like, when I was a kid, though, I liked. I like that uh, zebra gum. Oh yeah, fruit stripe. 
Fruit Stripe. Yeah, yeah of course. Hey Vince, man. call what it is. It's Fruit Stripe. <laughs> Dude, I didn't remember. Hey Vince. So, hey, fuck you, Vince. So yeah, shows how sorry, much man, I'm, just, I'm just like feeling the energy. We're no, we're his name here. is Vin. Oh yeah, sorry, Vin. Man, we've He's got some good Vin jokes in the archives <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, vehicle identification number. I was just oh, yeah, thinking about, thinking about, about it. Yeah, right yeah. Oh baby, uh, registration. Yeah, I'm date. clearly been exposed as a poser. I don't fruit stripe. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, though. Yo, what, other, what other gums though? Like oh, uh, the Japanese the gums. Gum today? Those Japanese little box boxes of like little four little dot gums. Uh, the, the Morinaga gums. I think. Ah, uh, Morinaga gums. Yeah, the Mornaga gums. Yo, I've never had that. Yo, we don't get we don't get that out here in the third world of Minnesota. Your boy Grant lives not far from Little Tokyo. Mm -hmm. There's like a market here, and he's gonna like ship you some Mornaga gum. gum. I'll ship you some gum, fam. I got you, Vinny, Vinny, my boy. All right. I'm putting it on the record right now so that he has to do it. Nice, dude. And it isn't so much of this about being on the record. Both the podcast (laughs) and the video. Uh, uh, Grant, yeah. old friend, are you in? Where does the boy stand? Where does the boy stand? I think I I'm, I typically have like some orbit around. You know, if I'm going to a thing, I, I like to smack a piece of gum. You know, get that breath uh, fresh, fresh and minty. Um, but you know, if I'm going out or something, occasionally I'll. I wouldn't mind a fruit gum, especially if, I, honestly, if I was going to a party or something. That's like the time to have some something flavorful. Maybe. No, man, you want the mint gum to okay, hide okay. what you ate. No, I, I, I feel, I feel you. Girl or something. No, 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 I feel you. Okay, here's my actual combination. Okay, go. Uh, I mostly don't chew uh, fruity gum. What I do, though, flavor-wise, I do like a Jolly Rancher. So what I'll do oh. is I'll have some minty gum, mm-hmm. but I'll have the Jolly Rancher, and the Jolly Rancher will can tie me over for a while, and it's just delicious. And then I'll throw in the mint, yeah. get that breath going again. Yeah. And then when you like stop thinking about what happened, it's like three hours after the party. And yeah. You're just like, oh, cool. I think the mint uh, Jolly Rancher combo is working now. Yeah, I think it's working now. <laughs> it's finally what about working. That, what about that mint gum and then then like Sprite move? What? Nah, man. What the fuck are Yo, you talking about? Is this some white people shit you guys are talking about right now? Whoa, hold on. Careful. Hold on, hold on. You be careful because I... Before you even said that, I said, what the fuck are you talking about, Vince? And then you said, you guys, some white people shit. Right. Okay. I, I understand your, uh, Yo, that's some your reverse mint racial shit? profiling on, stuff, but yeah. you, you be careful. Go ahead, hey, Jimin. Hey, no. No. Hey, no. no. no, no. Okay, what? Vince, explain, explain. Yeah, I, it's not even a thing that I like to do. It's like, <laughs> have you ever accidentally had minty something minty oh, and then had spray and then it's like... It's, it's like, like super thing. painful. Yeah. Right, right. No, I don't know. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, so chill out, This is Grant. like some stupid like Midwestern white people shit, Vince. See? Shut the fuck up. See? This is wow. like some dumb so ass you know, I'm sorry. I know what it's about. This is some like, hostility is rubbing off on me. This is a new America. <laughs> oh, God. This no. is like the Midwest, which basically does not exist. Yeah, I've never even been there. True. I just I always love the name Midwest. I don't get like yeah, the geographical stupid. positioning of that term. Like you could, it could it's in the middle and it's toward the west. Yeah, yeah but the west is of where <laughs> you know, like I mean, technically the northeast is it occupies such little amount of space, yeah, but it is so. Big. I consider it the mid east. Respect. <laughs> Because it's, it's east of you, is that why? Uh, yeah, see, it's just arbitrary. I'm just saying it's such an arbitrary thing to have called it. True. <laughs> the mid-left. Man, we're we're exposing some truths. Yo, man, I'm here. We're hitting the nerves today, baby. I brought the flashlight. All right, Vinny, 
Let's, I mean, gum is cool, but I, I'm done with this piece. I'm throwing it away. Actually, side note, what do you do? Is is it okay to, sp- you can just spit your gum on the street? It's not biodegradable, right? What's the deal? Well, it, here in the third world in Minneapolis, you can spit the on the third street. Third world. But, <laughs> no, uh, I don't, no, it, it, it biodegrades. Yeah, it's it's all right. You ever seen oh, a gum wall in Seattle, though? No, that's just, gross. Just picks. Yeah, that's gross. Pretty gross. Pretty dumb idea. <laughs> Super dumb. Uh, all right. Hey, Glenjman, we like to wrap our show by asking our guests two questions. You down for that? A couple sure. of cues for the G. Wow, the G. Uh, usually that's me. Uh, I think I bestowed an honor upon the <laughs> Glenjman, how can our listeners support you? Um, You can go to the YouTube channel. Um, like, subscribe, comment. Yeah, subscribe, comment, whatever. <laughs> Check out my Instagram. It's Glenjamin. G- I, I will say, uh, I've I'm following you on Instagram, and I've like enjoyed you. But you've got you've got a unique view on yeah, Instagram no, I mean, to you, fucking yeah, weirdo. It's, like, it's, it's all great. it's all real. It's yeah. like you'll see like a picture of me hanging out with like Skrillex and, and then, then the next thing will grandma. be like my grandma uh, yeah it's amazing and I really it's sort of selfish but I'm like yo I'm doing this so that you know what hey go fucking talk to your grandmas it's right? tight dude it's like tight. sometimes they're like oh man it's so sweet I'm like great go talk to your own grandmas too yeah like I don't want you to think like like you know family is very important to me so I don't want people to think like I want them to know that there's a guy in this whole like electronic music world that's fucking portrayed as like like you know hang with douchebags with like fucking you know glow stick pacifiers yeah, and yeah, yeah. affliction shirts and like you know stuff like that and I'm just like yo the realest people in the music shit they're like me and they're gonna talk to you about their, how excited they are to like hang out with their nephews and grandmas and then go to like holy ship and then go see like half naked bitches like wearing pasties and then supporting like you know like house music and techno and then the next thing is like oh it's me and my mom hanging out you know and then like the next thing will be you know just some like other shit like me smoking weed or whatever <laughs> okay and it's I, good content yeah and that's glenn glenn Jamin, the same thing yeah j-a-m-n like twitter instagram j-a-m-n there's no number um if you did glenn jam it's probably wrong if it's spelled that's differently. That's me. That's my fan account. No, there's a kid <laughs> named... That's tight. Dude, that's ill. Uh, Question Glenjamin. one complete. Killed yeah. it, I think. Boom. Checkmark. Glenjamin, what would you want the one thing that our listeners took away from your episode to be? Talking about history. And it was a historic episode, I think. Um, I mean, just be like... It's very cliche, but it's being very like original, you know? It's, I see so many people come up and try to be something these days in music or as an artist or clothing, like streetwear and all this stuff. And they just want to be big and they don't know how to get there. And I've seen the whole struggle of many people's careers that have made it and some that have like not made it. And then some that are like about to make it, you know, and I see how much work and hard like stuff that is but i always go and give more credit to the ones i see them doing something new something original like the only reason why i i listened to justice and those guys was because that whole uh blog house electronic like touch french touch uh next generation thing it was like 
it was what I fucked with. And and I'm happy that a lot of these guys grew up to be really big DJs because it just validates my own good taste. Like I followed those guys because I really liked their music a long time ago and and I recorded them for a reason and I saw them blow up. But it's because like I'm not the only one and I you know, had good taste then and I still have good taste with that. And I'm happy that, and that's only because I never said I need to shoot these things. Like I, I, I follow certain people to the day I die, even if like they might not have the biggest albums or whatever. It's because like they're, they're the homies. And I said, I was going to do it back then and I'm going to do it now. And I want to like, like in the end be original. I want to be original. And I want to say that, like I didn't kiss anyone's ass. I was no never anyone's like bitch on tour to like be like, yo, get this photo now. You know, like nobody say, says that shit to me. You know, they're just like, hey Glenn, just go roam around, do your thing. And I, and it's because like I've put my I, I grandfathered my ass into this shit because I I told them I'm gonna do it my way. Like I I'm gonna shoot it this way. It's not like I could be. Sh- I, I'm easily getting outshot by many kids right now from their like new DSLR rigs and like their red cams and all this stuff. But yo, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Cause you can't be homies like with the other homies. You're just like, you can have the best fucking view of it, but you're not going to get like the real shot. Mm. And I, I, I'll get the real shot and then I'll record it and then I'll either put it up or not, but I'll just have it. I, I think so when, be an OG yes, my dog fuck yeah be an OG I, when you're doing your thing you can feel it when people are doing their thing when yeah. artists are doing their thing you can feel it and, and that's really like if you're not doing that you're what What the fuck are you doing right I mean it, it's it's just so palpable this, and, this, and you're doing your thing man you can definitely feel that you know from the from the way you yeah, talk glad, and the, the stuff you put out I'm very 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 grateful that like like you just hit me up out of the blue like other people have hit me up out of the blue like I've done random interviews in japan and like korea where they ask me the same questions and it's because like i love this mystery of doing this because i i like like my i have really good friends like rooks and like dago or i mean oh dagio and like um sorry i did not mean to make your name racist dagio <laughs> yeah i was like, like oh, um, uh-oh. <laughs> and like my friend like uh like james coletta and like um last night's party and 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 like mark the cobra saying all these dudes that and ronnie's photo booth and all these guys that are just like like my boys that shoot and i know that they kill it in their own respective fields but i know that they can't get what i get because my whole career was based on trying to get this like gray area like i just wanted to show something that nobody else like nobody helps me you know like do that shit you know i just i just i was like whatever let's just like I, I don't know how to explain it, and I still don't know how to explain it. But I'm really happy that people are still confused as to what I do. Yeah, yeah, because sure, that's right. sort of the best. It's like it's tight. It's it's just I can honestly say is I'm just being me, and by now this is what I like to shoot. You know, and it's like my forte, even though I don't want to do it anymore. Later, yeah, yeah. You know, and I just know that I can get away with some shit, and I'm gonna do it while it, I can. It's cool to put in the time and to carve out a space. Yeah, for sure. And you you've obviously like done that. It's it's awesome. I wonder, uh, good sir, if you could uh, sign us off. Uh, and actually, I think you're a really good candidate for this sign off because what you do in your work is is exactly this. You don't let uh, barriers get in the way. Right. You don't. You just 
you fucking press upload and that the equivalent of that to us is ship it yeah we say ship it at yeah. the end of every episode i mean it's the same it's the fucking idea is like if it doesn't ship it isn't art it doesn't count yeah you gotta ship it man so if you could perhaps give us a glenjamin ship it okay uh well I'll, I'll give you like a huge pun version i was on holy ship i shipped up 197 video clips Amazing. from 10 days worth of being it so do i understand what shipping it means yeah so ship it yeah ship it the fuck up because i i ship it the fuck up every single day of my life i think right now i'm shipping up some uh, some videos right now uh, and shipping up to me means upload so ship it up ship fam ship holy ship ship it ship it